You are about to listen to the teaching ministry of Pastor Dr. Peter Obichuku as he brings to light his understanding of God's love and his desire for an intimate relationship with him. It promises to be transformational. Stay tuned in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. This this morning, my mind is open. My heart is receptive. God's word has come to change me. And I will be a change agent in my generation. Can you speak so prophetically to your... My generation, you are blessed for having me in the name of Jesus. Welcome to DKLN 2024. Amen. Somebody say, this kind love. Okay, can we do it this way? This side, say this kind love. One, two, three, go. The middle, you say. This side, you say this kind Middle, can you respond again? The energy is more here. Amen. <laughs> this kind of love now. Wow. You know, this kind of love where they shock people. You know, this kind of love that when it comes into your system, it looks like you have lost your mind. You do what you couldn't do before. You receive capacity to perform. You go beyond normal. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's take it one step at a time. And this year, we are considering unbroken 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 this caption is very prophetic because i want to address several set of people number one i want to touch people who are being persuaded being victimized being tortured by their past you are not your past maybe you raped someone in the past and the torture is heavy on you i have a good news for you join me for these four weeks every Sunday. I want to navigate you from where life has packed you to where you ought to be. Can we celebrate Jesus? I'm broken. I want to talk to people who have been broken by people they trusted because, you know, brokenness doesn't happen except you trust people. Some of us have trusted people, myself inclusive. In the work of the ministry, I have sponsored people, love them with all my heart. People that will shook your heart in life are people that you are open to. So you're not the first. So I want to talk to some set of people that one thing or the other has, you know, crushed, it wasn't even broken, crushed your heart. You know, I say it often in this program, each time anyone breaks your heart and throws it away, bend down, pick up your heart because you need it. No matter how it is, patch it up, you need your heart. God willing, I have done this program on campus for 16 years. Can we celebrate Jesus? Yeah. I did it eight years on campus fellowship and now eight years in Idea Life City. I don't like the way you are celebrating Jesus. Can't you see grace? Can't you? You know, come on, you don't understand. If you want to look for trouble, teach on relationship. You know, every other teaching you can fine tune your English and be like a saint. When it comes to a relationship, people go, they look you. Your wife go, they look you. You are children. God look you. You can't do it if you're not real. So I want to thank God for giving me a woman. More than a woman. I want to thank God for giving me a life organizer. I want to thank God for giving me a customized light. I want to thank God for giving me a woman that has keys to my heart. I want to thank God for giving me a woman who knows where to touch me. You know, she, she doesn't need any direction from anybody. She's, she's supernaturally, you know, wired to arrange me in life. So I want to thank God for a woman who knows how to run my matter. You know, love is a sweet thing if you can find the right person. You see, most of you are afraid to love because you met the wrong people. I never met the wrong person in her. I met the right person. So I've not come to for therapy, for restoration, for revival, because all that will be revived, restored upon, is an embodiment of my dignity. (laughs) 
so when your wife becomes an embodiment of your dignity, nothing can destroy you in life. And I pray for every guy seated here. May God give you your own wife. I don't like your amen. I speak to anyone. If you are sure you're a man, I don't know whether you're a man. Are you a man? I, I want to talk to people. Are you sure you're a man? Because in this, in this generation, we may not be sure. It, but I, I'm trusting God. I have men in the house. Amen. If you're a man in the house, may God give you your own wife. A woman that can organize you. A woman that can see how resourceful you are. Not how insulted you are. Women are important in this life. If you cannot treat women well in this life, you have no place in this nation. I'm saying this. If, you're, if you know, you know. That's why most men struggle in life. Your first blessing is in the woman God has given to you. How I wish I could have time to talk to married people here. The blessing of a man is encoded in the wife. If you want to go far in this life, if you're a married person here, please treat your wife well. Amen. You know, they left a lot of things to say yes to us. They left a lot of things. Look at how young I'm looking. My wife has given birth to three children, one through oppression. I was there looking. My stomach was not open. Her own was open. They carry all these things. I'm still carrying my breast the way it is. Her own has been sucked. Starting from me. Then three months. Shut up. It's a lot problem. What's your problem? I was the first person now. This kind of love. Why, why are you blushing? That's why, that's why I brought you for this program and I thank God that you are here. Because some of you are unmarried now and seven men have sucked the breast. Seven. By the time you have four children, seven plus four. Only you. And when I say seven, I'm being a pastor, you know that? I'm being a man of God and today is a love day so I'm being very considerate because you can't count them. So you get my point. So having sucked the breast, and my three children sucked four of us. And she says standing. She's a big woman. Is it not true? She says standing. She says standing. So this program has been short for this number of years because I have a woman that God has given to me as a blessing. I've not been a perfect man, but one way or the other we'll find our need. We'll find a place where we keep moving. Glory be to Jesus. And I pray for every lady seated in the house. In the name of Jesus. From what I have seen in this life, you will not miss your man. Amen. I'm suspecting you are amen. amen. Probably you are not even a lady. I don't know. Are you a lady? If you're a lady, I talk to you. You will not miss your man in the name of Jesus. You see all these recruits around you. All these IT boys around you. Amen. I thought I was praying for someone. I said, see all the guys who are doing IT around you. They are test testing everything about you. May God deliver you from their prowess in the name of Jesus. I make some progress in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, unbroken. In Romans 6, 11 to 13. I read only 11 because of time. Even so, consider yourself to be dead to sin and your relationship to it broken. If there's any place you need to see brokenness, it's our relationship with sin. Come on, I've been a relationship man for a long time, so I'll show you this. Look at this. He said, but alive to God in what? Unbroken fellowship with him. We are talking about the unbroken. Unbroken. If there's any place you have to have unbroken nature, it's in your fellowship. In your fellowship with God. But we know we have seen so many things in life. Let's start our teaching today, amen? Relationship is inevitable. Hmm? Relationship is inevitable. They are inevitable. Can you see that? See that footprint on the soil. That's how relationship is. And I'm trusting Holy Spirit within this one month that we can take you from where you are to where you ought to be. I don't care what devil has done in your life. I don't care the kind of mess he has put you into. Calibra, healing is in the house this season. Healing is in the house this season. Because if I can get your mind right, I can get your destiny right. Relationships are inevitable. That's why devil is a bastard. 
Come on, I want to tell somebody quickly. You are created for relationship. You are born for relationship. You are living for relationship. Relationship is the core of our existence in this life. It's not optional. Never. If relationship is not optional, you need to hear me because you can't run away from it. Right now, everybody here has a city. You are relating with the city. Relationship is inevitable. Our responsibility is to choose how we can relate. Our responsibility is to learn the skills. You need to have the skills. You think my wife and I that always laugh in the church here. We don't have issues anytime. We do. But there are skills that make relationship ease. And I'm trusting God you're going to have them today in the name of Jesus. So it's a walk. I'm trusting God that you follow me. Follow me carefully. So you must learn to go beyond the, the caring, cozy, you know, um, aspect of feelings of relationship. Meeting you has been so crazy, so cozy, so loving. Come on, you need to wake up. Go beyond that. There's something more. Tell your neighbor, say something more. Say it as we say, there's something more. Yes, it's good to feel good in love. Come on, love feels good. I've been in love. This is my 12th year. Amen. So love, what, that's what? It feels good. Come on, when you, when, when, when you are in a relationship where you are not afraid, you are not proving any point. Whatever you do is the point. You are not proving any point. Your woman loves you the way you are. She's not waiting to import you from anywhere, New Zealand, or from Australia. You are you. When you are in a relationship where your man loves you the way you are, if there's any improvement, the person must start where you are. All this height of pretenses are not involved. Help me look at number somebody eyeball to eyeball say, Love feels good. Have you felt it before? <laughs> look at that person eyeball to eyeball say, Love feels good. <laughs> Have you felt it before? <laughs> you, 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 know, you, know that, you know that feeling when someone comes to you and says, baby, you are so soft. Can you calm down? <laughs> Can you calm down? Amen. Can I teach? You have permitted me to teach now. Now look unto me as you look unto Jesus. Now let me teach in the name of Jesus. You know that feeling because that's where we have a big problem. Everybody is craving for that. Everybody craves for good relationship. People that can understand you the way you are. People that will not be a stock on your wheels. Amen. And somebody is in your life and looks to you eyeball to eyeball and say, baby, you know you are so soft and so easy to crush on. <laughs> baby, you are so soft and so easy to crush on. You are more beautiful than petals of yellow. Graciously centered and deificantly attractive. <laughs> you are shaped to perfection with perfect carvings and lines. You are my crushing and my inevitable love. In the world of colors, I choose your yellow. You know, you know are, you, are you following with me? You are distracting me. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to someone this morning. You are distracting me. <laughs> so you have become somebody's speck. Somebody's dream. Somebody's life. The air somebody breathes. Anytime you are not around, the person is losing breath. You know how it feels when somebody tells you that without you, life is meaningless. And I put it to you. And one thing about this is that something you want to listen over and over. When I was checking my wife, I knew I was a good poet. So I was writing her some stuff. So when I got, because these are things we need to correct. So when I got married to her, it looked like we became so busy with, you know, making money, raising children, doing ministry. And one day she confronted me. She said something. She said, what happened to those beautiful lines you used to write me? Ah, amen. What happened to those beautiful things? You know, you know, when your wife goes to work and you are in the office, I, I, I used to do it a lot. I, I began to pick it up. I think, I think last week I did some. 
Abi? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know that kind of thing. Somebody unexpectedly gets it from you. Amen. If I need to choose colors from the whole universe, you are yellow, is my color. Even if they're having a bad day, you quickly begin to have a good day. Love is important. Love is a reality. Can we make some progress now? The challenge. We all need relationships. It's the core of our lives. The feeling of someone is all you need in your life. But the big challenge is the untold ruins of emotional brokenness. This is where I want to say a few things today. And I'm trusting Holy Spirit that someone can go home equipped. The untold ruins, what nobody can tell you. It's only about your heart. People that have been here. I said, I want to talk to several set of people. Another set of people, I'll be pushing it up, are the people who are virgins. I, mean, I don't mean virgin physically, virgin in mind. Nothing has happened to you. Nobody has served you any breakfast. Your table is free. Your cup is empty. I want to talk to them too because the future is important. If you are here and nobody has served you any breakfast, what is important is for you to be equipped so that when the table is coming, you take a better position. The untold rooms of emotional brokenness. And you see people today are struggling with a lot of baggages. In marriages, I've been a marriage counselor for years now. You know, in my little time, I found out people are carrying baggages. And the worst part of these baggages are not the ones invented in the marriage. Those are the ones invented before the marriage. The kind of life you live before marriage. That's why most of you are thinking, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You came to university as a student. Please, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your neighbor. You came to university as a student. And because of scarcity of accommodation. And a guy who cannot pay your diaries. That cannot change good two boxes in a week. is accommodating you. He is my crush. You will soon be crushed out. At, at, at this age of yours. Do you know when we are younger? When we are younger, my siblings, I have four siblings, I mean, who are ladies. We are servants, four ladies. Come on, do you know when they watch their undies, they use certain things, do you understand? To cover them. So that we cannot be corrupt. But today, you are the corruption. You pass a night in a guy's house, you wash your undies, you put them on the bedroom. <laughs> and it's normal. And some of you on the road, when you are walking, we are seeing your undies. I wonder how you could wash your undies and put it on and dry them on the road. Ruins. So when this deception starts, you will notice them. You are the sunshine of my mind. Petals of my heart. With you I have life. The beginning of all the beginnings is when I met you. The world would have stopped standstill if I couldn't see you. The life began to move when I met you. And all this will be so beautiful to you. The question is, are you ready for what is coming? And today, as a love therapist, I've seen so many things I want us to push through. And I'm trusting Holy Spirit. God will bring healing to somebody's mind. God will equip someone. God will take someone from the past and put you where you ought to be. In the name of Jesus. I can't get a better amen. amen. The untold ruins of emotional brokenness. So, what do we see today? Beauty and bitterness. Covey and crumbles. That's what we see everywhere. Gorgeous and guilty. Love and hate. Even love and loneliness. Now, come on. The twist is something else. Sexy and scars. Untold. Untold. 
and I keep saying this, my challenge, why I have put every resources in pushing relationship is that most young people who have not known this untold rooms of emotional brokenness are fast. They want to rush into it. Guy, why are you roasting? Girl, why are you roasting? Do you have any man with you? Do you have any man with you? What, the, when we're supposed to be getting better, we are getting dirty. This is a notion that people that have jumped into it are crying. God help me to come out. And most young people that God have sanitized your mind, you want to jump into it. And I become enemy to so many men. I finished this program some time ago. Somebody called me and said that he will forget a bullet in my head. I said, what did I do wrong? He said, I saw your program, this kind of now. Wow. And I came with my babe. Now me carry my babe, come. Because when I saw the program, I thought, now place where you go teach me skills. Romantic skills. How to make a woman. And he said, when I came, you began to teach your stuff. My babe looked at me as an enemy. And right from your program, she said, I'm not going back with you. I brought her. She went alone. And he told me, he said, today we've not settled. I hate you, sir. I said, I love you, boy. And I told him, if you can come closer, you also change. So most guys stayed here. I know you are looking at me somehow. This guy, destroyed. this guy, they run. They, they spoil our business. But I know what I'm teaching is not only for the ladies, it's also for the guys. Because this rune comes across everybody. Most importantly, that most ladies, our own is immediate. It's immediate. It's all the small love, all the small thing. I'm loving you. You are so special to me. You are this and that. The curves are my lines. You know, all this stuff. And they are running you down. All a man needs from a woman is to make you attached to him. The rest is the story. And when your emotions goes over to a man, there's no end to what you can do. My question is this. That man you want to trust your life into his hand, who is he to you? To what extent do you trust him? Can he even himself trust himself? And the Bible has not joked. He said one plus one, that's marriage. And some of you are 0.3. 0.1.2. You are not even up to one half. And you have found your love. But guys, listen to me. You look like we are all achievers. Nobody's judging you. You do what you want to do with any woman. Listen to me carefully. Life is a bunch of garbage in, garbage out. Whatever you do with somebody's daughter now, I want you to imagine how it could be when somebody does it to your daughter. So while we are busy running down and crashing the bodies of ladies around us, and you are counting your achievements, go on social media today. You see men are the achievers. Men are the ones that owns the world. They have right to fling any woman out and out anytime, anytime, anytime. Tea. Men are florists. Men are the men of the world. The women are a bunch of tools we want to use. But when you want to get married, you start looking for somebody that is decent. Now you have succeeded in making some people run crazy, but you want the same woman to marry. The untold rooms. And now what do we see? Most people are living in depression. I've spoken to some people. I want to share a few of them within a short time. I've spoken to so many people and I gathered my statistics and I discovered that most people are living in depression. Not because the economy is difficult, but because they met some people that ruined their life. And I said this to even pastors. Because I've got a bunch of reports from ladies that went to report what people did to pastors. And the man of God even did his own. We have a lot of people who have gone crazy with their emotions. And my Bible tells me that if you cannot control your emotion, you are like a man or a city that has no fence. Can we get this generation right? Can somebody speak up? Who can help me to magnify, magnify my voice? Who can help me to strengthen what I say? Sometimes I feel intimidated talking to us about this. 
I told my wife, sometimes I feel like, are you wearing the back of your clothes? Are you still in shape? Teaching people that relationship must be pure. So we have a lot of tales of mixed emotions. Mixed, unspoken and untold stuff we have done to individuals because of love. And our generation is getting too fast because we are a bunch of people in this Gen Z who don't have human feelings. Bunch of selfish people. You just get what you want. And off you go. I spoke to the lady. I said to her, how could it happen that seven men raped you? They saw you on the floor crying. Each of them had enough emotional strength. Each, each, each. What kind of people were there? And they saw this guy crying, bleeding. The first one finished, zipped up. Second one came, finished, zipped up. And saw her in her pool, in the pool of blood, crying out her heart. And they say had arouser. That arouser is from the devil. Some of you may not like me today, but I have come for you. And I'm trusting God that something will shift in our minds. You don't, you don't, you don't say when I get married, I'll say, well, no, listen to me. The same monster you are raising now, you will perfect it in marriage. That's why I keep telling you, please, please, stop being naive. Tears do not stop men from trying to molest you. The more you cry, the more aroused they become, please. Because they see your tears as a sign of weakness. After all, men believe that women are a bunch of weak stuff. Wake up. You don't need anybody. One man alone cannot rape you if you have common sense. But all this fact, nobody taught you. You just start crying. What do I do? Jewel, don't do this. Jude, don't do this. If I don't do this, just stop. Please stop. Please stop. Stop pushing me. What kind of emotion? What kind of emotion? It shows you that something is wrong with our sexuality. Something is wrong with our mindset. Something wrong with what we believe. So all we see here everywhere is toxic. Toxic relationship. In the second service, that's what I want to dwell on. Because second service, I want to do therapy. I may not call you out, but I want to do what we call massive therapy. Look at it. Go to the root. Look at what could happen. What, what makes you do what you do? Because some of you, you have been hearing voices. Voices of people that molested you. And up to date, you don't know whom to talk to. You carry it. I'm trusting God that within these services, will deliver you forever in the name of Jesus. That vision will not be aborted for any reason. I don't get a better amen. I said that vision will not be aborted for any reason. So I spoke to this lady. I said to her, you see, the untold rules of emotional brokenness is something you cannot joke with. It's something you can't joke with. I said, until you take responsibility, people will mess you up. I don't know who is on your matter. I don't know who is stealing that future and future from you. I don't know who is ruining your life. But this program says everyone that will participate in this program will go home unbroken. It doesn't matter how broken you are. God said something to me. He said the, he said the unbrokenness of the broken. I'll come to it. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next service. The unbrokenness of the broken. That in a place where life has broken you, you can hear some stuff that can help you to gather strength and fight. You fight. You fight for your future. You fight for the unborn children that are coming under you. You fight for the future that God has given to you. You fight for the destiny in your hand. You are not a tool. You are a solution. You are not a dumping ground. You are a hope to nations. You are the light of nations. But as a guy, certain things can happen when you are young. And all they want to do is to bring you to a place where you are crippled. You are crippled. You can't make any move. One of the guys that confided in me, he said it was an aunt. He was young as a little boy. The aunt began to molest him while baiting him. An aunt. So anything can happen today. We, we, we don't have any immunity. The only immunity you have is to get a common sense. And in this kind of program where we teach common sense, people may not value it. Because I'm not charging. If anybody is supposed to come for this program, you pay some thousands of naira. I went for a webinar. A webinar one day. My wife is a witness. A webinar one day. Just one day webinar. I paid 20,000 naira. And I discovered that people pay 100,000 naira for one day program. 
People pay one million naira for just a program. Ask, you find it. People spend one million, two million naira for just a program. But this kind of program, we are doing it for free. The people may not value it. But I know in my spirit there are people seated here that will value what God is saying to them. In the name of Jesus. Are we together? Are we together? So that we can get it right. So when you are going to lecture for students, and you know some people that if you don't see them, your life is incomplete. The lecture is incomplete. It's not bad. That's why I say relationship is inevitable. You must be one. If you have not crossed on anybody, and anybody has not crossed on you before, let me see your hand up. If you are above 18 here, you don't know anything about crush. Let me see your hand up. Everybody's looking at me. What's the problem? So all of you here, come on. I, I wish the camera can go around and see what I'm seeing here. Only one person. Only one person. Uh, only, uh, two. Jesus Christ. Wow. Three. <laughs> Four. Five. They are coming up small, small. So these, these ones have never been in love before. And nobody has ever loved them before. But please, people in the church, can you mark them? After service, show them some love. Something is wrong somewhere. Amen. Something is wrong. They are still lifting their hands so that you can see them clearly. So after the service, please show them some love. But that's the truth. But because anytime we talk about love, our minds go south. Tell your neighbor, say, bring, come back to east. <laughs> anytime we talk about love, what does happens? Your mind knows us. Go to south. So anytime somebody say, I love you. Huh? You know, some of you have gone through some traumas. Ah, we have time for traumas, not today. We have gone some through traumas in life that when somebody says, I love you, it doesn't sound I love you. It sounds I I will rape you. It sounds I will molest you. It's you know, some of you that have gone through betrayal. Anybody betrayed here before? Ah, we're gonna look at it. You know, our curriculum is heavy. My request is please get our friends along. I'm just doing introduction. Get our friends. Have you betrayed before? The only one that can betray you is somebody you trust. So when somebody says, I love you, what comes to your mind is they don't come again. <laughs> That's how he loved me. Amen. That's how he did what? He loved me. And I discovered I was not even number five. The guy had doings. I wasn't even number five until I found out his doings that I wasn't in number seven doing of the man. And look at some girls here. You know, ladies can sit on secrets. Ladies, please, can I talk to you in a few minutes? Am I permitted? Because now they, so they sit, now so they, they sit on secrets. And they will put up a beautiful smile. But you wouldn't know. And most men have cancelled. I told you one of them again. I was preaching on radio. And a man called on interaction. And he said to me, sir, I am so bitter. Somebody hurt me. I said, that's one thing with so many ladies. But I know they are not here. I'm just saying so that you can tell them when you meet them. Hope they are not here. He said, I paid her school fees. I took care of her. Uncountable number of plating heads. So she plated her, bought hairs, bought things. And she graduated from the university. And that moment, and I said to her, I want to see your parents. I said, for what? You and who? He said, but I thought to have an understanding. He said, please, you are not my speck. Oh, oh. <laughs> so wh who was he when he was paying your school fees? Your umbrella. <laughs> eh? <laughs> my helper. Now, people are wicked. Now, now, the man who was your helper when you were in university, and the man wants to be his helper in life. I thought helping will bring helping. Helper attracts helping. <laughs> the, guy, the guy said, you're not my spec, or guy. We are not in the same. Ah! So the man said to me, I feel like grabbing her struggle. I said, if you struggle her today, you go to prison. You go for, to prison for love. I said, oh, guy, you suffer two things. Your money has gone. Your freedom also will go. I said, let her be. Amen. Stop saying chai. Because at this young age, now some of you are already practicing it. Every week, you collect recharge cards. You are an expert. You just call somebody, and the call will go for 30 seconds. You off it. He said, Chima, what was the problem? My airtime. 
said, so, but you, you didn't recharge. He said, it has been longer I recharged. To <laughs> where? Because, because you, you, you are looking at somebody who they pay the school fees at. But what, of, what about you? You are already practicing it now. To make hair, you collect money from about seven people. To, just to make hair. You collect people. You are center of collection. I, I, you see, you already practicing it. And I tell you what, that's why when you get married, it will not stop. Because you carry this baggage into this man and the man will suffer. You know, if you want to enjoy your marriage, make your life real single. You didn't hear what I said now. If you want to enjoy your marriage, make sure you are real a single person. Because most of you are on single, single individuals. You are coupled single. And that's the problem. And now you are collecting from so many people, hearing different voices, how many hugs, you know, French hug, Nsoka hug, Igbo hug, Anambra hug, Yoruba hug. You are collecting it now. 360, 180, 120, 90. Running over. And when you eventually marry, you expect the man to perform magic. You are comparing in your, in your mind, you have several men, you put the man, the guy will suffer. Look at the number of people providing for you now. Look at the number of people providing for only you. And you know how to manage them. In short, you're a good manager. You don't have to manage. You don't want to call them. You don't want to miss them. And the truth is that for some years now, you have been able to manage them effectively. Tumble. Nobody knows. You don't have to answer their call. Hello. I was on another call with my mom when you called. <laughs> you know, my mom can take long. It was my mom. My mom. I was on a call with my mom. And while he was calling you, client C is also calling. And you busy the call. When you finish, you say, oh, don't be annoyed with me. You might survive. So, come on to me. I'm telling you, I've gotten so many reports from ladies, please, this is not love is not a transaction. Relationship is not a smart transaction. It's a place where you can be you. That's why most of you, when you get married, you'll be afraid to follow your husband for, for outdoor programs. Because you know you're going to meet men. You meet men. But you know what? I enjoy my marriage today. There's no man we are waiting for anywhere to arrive. And my wife's not waiting for anybody to arrive. Some marriages, you keep on surprising people. Now you born this one to you say, it happened. He didn't tell me you have other four children. He said, the, do the doings of the youth. I had so many doings when I was young. What are you packing for next generation? So, I'm looking at the ruin we have caused because we want to be in relationship. And most of you are so tasty. Why are you this tasty? Why? Nothing else matters. You just need a man in your life. One of them told me. He said, sir, I, I, I needed a man. Oh, that's all I needed. I needed a man in my life. I said, how? Like what? I need a man in my life. And this was a student. And I said, woman thinking it's not only man. And so she got. And today we have plenty more people living off campuses and a lot of things are happening. I know you are looking at me, wondering if, if I was living in your neighborhood. I, I can't be there to know what you are doing. And some of our guys can be very subtle. Can I tell you what? If you want to be afraid of any man, don't be afraid of men who are more brutal, brittle, men that can't control themselves. They want you, they want to grab you. Those ones, they are not threats. You see those men who are, can coax you. Those men that when they see you, they want to grab all your calves. They are not, they are not, they are not threats. Should I tell you a man who is a threat in your life? Should I show you an example? An example? Are you sure of that? See it a man that is very gentle. See it a man that is very caring. Soft spoken. Does not hurt an ant. If there's a rat in your room, you can use mine while I sleep in my friend's home. Ah. Ah. I was to ask you where you will sleep. You say, no, don't worry. I know, it. I know you won't be happy to sleep in the same room. But if you wouldn't mind, it's not my problem. But don't worry. I'm already leaving. 
He said, okay. I think you should not really, 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 really go. Only if you can tell me that you won't touch me. My two sisters were molested when they were young. I vowed in my life. I vowed in my life. I will use my life to protect any lady that comes on my way. When you moved into this neighborhood, I saw so many guys coming around you. God is my witness. I shed tears because I said, I wouldn't want them to molest you. He said, but why are you crying? He said, now you are telling me not to molest you. God. Hey. Hey. At this juncture, you go and bring your back. God, what are we talking about? God still have men. There are still men in this generation. A servant of God thought he was only one remaining. God shocked me. He said, there are other ah, hidden. And this is one of them. Sons of Elijah. Men of timbers and caliber. Men that can shield women from danger. My immediate bodyguard. What are you talking about again? He can shield me from danger. This is me. Take me. Break me. Use me. Remold me. And repackage me. He said, you are the only one in this lodge. I'll be free to change clothes before. Are we still here? Have you traveled? <laughs> you have not traveled. Somebody said, This kind of love. Hey, hey, say this kind of love. If you want to be afraid of any man in this life, be afraid of gentle, caring, soft spoken. That I cannot abuse anybody. He can't. He doesn't even have arousals. He doesn't come. Even arousal, he comes to me once in a while. I don't, that things I think about. Amen. Are you see here? If you are such a man, please don't be angry with me. Give a better offering after the service. Because I'm trying to save the whole world from you. I'm trying to save someone from you. So all those guys that when the thing come up, you know, when a man is aroused, his mental faculty is suspended for a, a temporary, you know? For a temporary person, the man cannot be coordinated. Is the man behaving? Those ones are not trained because you see them now. Don't you see it? It will show that the guy wants something. <laughs> you will shift and shift. You see those ones that when they want it, they cross it, cross it, and they'll be telling you, you know, um, I, I wouldn't know where you studied in the scripture today. The Lord was actually speaking to me in Genesis 7. But if you have a little time, can we can we just just because of the servants, just close the door. Would you mind if I bought it? Who said, you, you said now you, you said bought it. Even put a block on the door. Block it. I said, Junior, you know one thing. This is this this is the third month I moved into this neighborhood. You were God sent. You are angel in human body. How I wish I tell my mom, my daddy about you. In short, I was talking to my mom last night. I mentioned you somehow. One day I will tell him how boldly about you. He said, no, you are flattering me. No, I'm just doing my calling. Should I tell you a woman you need to be afraid in life? Guys, I know you are waiting for that. I will not do that. Come and carry me. I will not what? Do that. Ladies are saying thank you. The untold rooms of what? Emotional brokenness. And where I stopped is where I was talking about toxicity, toxic relationships. So many relationships have gone toxic. And I'm trusting God that this introduction shows you how much we need to do. How I wish I can name the outlines for you. But we have four weeks to do this so that we can go through every one of them and then rebrand ourselves from where we ought to be in life. I need to tell you this. So don't just laugh. You see, whatever my wife and I and the children are enjoying today didn't come by accident. It's something that we intentionally open up to.
please, I want to say this. And I apologetically say this. If you are seated here, and while I was talking, it looked like I was piercing your heart. This man is actually talking to me. I didn't call you for this program to piece your heart. I leave it that way. The essence of this program is to bring healing in the past, healing in the present, and healing from the future. Don't see yourself as someone, oh, this program, Kai, this is terrible. See yourself as someone who is privileged in life. I spoke to this girl whose father was abusing. She came to my office and she said she wouldn't know where her next school fees would come because she ran away from home. I said, why would you run away from home? He said, my father loved me. Biological father. What can we not see out of arousal and emotion? What can we not see? What can we not see? What can we not see? A lady left from church and checked attendance. She was doing God's work. That's why you need to be careful. She was doing God's work. Checked from attendance. A particular brother didn't come. You know those brother we call bro. He didn't come to church. And daughter of Zion called on phone. And said, we discovered you didn't come to church. The guy said, if your church cares much, why don't you see me, visit me? Do you know what I was going through? She blackmailed. And he said, no, I didn't know. We didn't know. Where do you stay? He gave her address. And she went. And that was it. And he said, I got the terrible report from my mom. I'm this close with my mom. See my mom, see me. And I got the report from my mom that I've been feeling sick. And I am broke. I am broke. If there's any brokenness, it is me. And he said, no, 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 no. It's not easy. Like how much does she need for uh, medication? He said, not much. And he said, no, but I can make a transfer. Well, I can. And he said, but that's not my problem. I'm not eating anything since yesterday. I've been here. Thank God you visited. He said, that's no problem. Give me a little time. And she ran off and went to her own lodge. And made a very beautiful rice. Beauty and bitterness. And she brought rice. Coughs and crumbles. She brought rice. Love and hate. Love and loneliness, she brought rice. And my brother shall rise and got strength and discovered that she was coffee. That would be crumbles. Pounced on her. Being naive, she gave her. And eventually she took him. And when she took him, she went back to talk to him. I said, Bro, I came for your help. I came from the church visiting you. You should come from house visiting me. I'm pregnant for you. He said, If you mention it again, I also beat you, smacked her, pushed out. I said, as far as I'm concerned, I never met you in this life. You've never met me. Guys sitting here, how many people have you done this to? How many people? And she went off her own. Why this pained me so much that she said she went to that SUB. I don't know whoever that will pray that chemist shop. May God help you. And the man gave her one rubbish to take. And she took it and bled for one week. And why the bleeding was stopping the man he said, I have something more to give you that can make sure you are clean forever. But I don't have it in my shop. You come to the house. Somebody who has been battered, crushed, broken. She carried herself, managed to go and get help from a chemistry man. I don't know whether you are studying pharmacy. Hope is not to destroy people. And she came to the man and said, if you don't give it to me. And she said, the way I am. With what I'm going through. You know, most of people do not know that most men who are crazy have sex with women even when they're in their period. It is dirty to you, but to them, they are fanatics. They have lost their brain. Something else has taken them. The man was comes. Somebody you were helping. So somebody directed her to my office. So she came crying. I told her, don't worry. The blood will stop. The bleeding will stop. As long as you trust in God, I've seen this over and over. In my life, I've seen people that went for abortion and bled for, somebody bled for three weeks before she met me. And when she met me, I said, don't worry, whatever you did. This is Pastor Peter for you. I don't care who did it and who didn't do it, but for the sake you came. And you are sorry about what you did. And ask the other one that bled for three weeks, I said, who did this with you? He said, the guy just gave me little money and said, you can take care of yourself. Ladies, look at you. Look at you. You wouldn't know how much treasure you are carrying until you get to that point. Hear me carefully. This very girl cleaned up and became fine after a week of bleeding. I talked about three people here if you're following me. That's how I teach. You know. So this very first person cleaned up and became fine after one week of bleeding. And it wasn't long. Could you believe this son of Jonah? 
this son of Jonah showed up again and said, I've missed you for your life. I've missed you. I cannot forget that experience. How I wish you can forgive me. Can we be more friends now? We'll be more careful. So this very lady came to my office and said, I ran out from home because my father has molested me over and over. And he said, one day, while the man was molesting her, she ran to the mother and said, mom, look at what my father is doing to me. The mother said to her, ne, fight for your life. It was then she understood what the mom has gone through the hand of the father. Where your own mom tells you in your own house, between you and your father, your mother says, fight for your life. You don't need any Susan to tell you that there are rooms in this home. And she said, she was in the kitchen cooking. It was an iron door. The father came into the kitchen, jammed the door again, bolted it. The house wasn't empty. But because the man was a monster that nobody talks to, the house wasn't empty. And the man grabbed her in the kitchen and said, I have not done it in the kitchen before. I want to do it. Biological father. And guys here, you are looking at me and say, ah, God, I can't do that. You are already practicing it. Because all these tales of sex here and there, God will give me a chance to tell you about sex. Look at my face carefully. Thank God that this right light is bright. Look at my face. I am not an anti-sex pastor. I, I keep saying this in every church program so that you know me well. Tell the pastor of Friday life is not anti-sex pastor. If you want to knock, knock well. Knock with your sense. Knock with your mind. Let it be a, you are knocking. God punish the devil. If you want to follow spiritual principles, follow spiritual principles. I am not a policeman. To follow you where and there. He said, When the moment you see, anytime I see this kind of now, on knocking program, you're on your own. Sex is free. Sex is too small for me to concentrate the ministry on. If you think we are carrying these tax here and there to stop sex on campus, <laughs> you're on your own. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to bring you to a place where you can realize that you are the architect of your own life. Whatever you permit lives. Whatever you allow survives. If nanakin you want to allow, thumb up. Have a free day. So little, little, little we are doing now. You don't know that's how it goes. Can I tell you the worst part of it? See, these things we do, they reflect in our children. If you cannot control you now, when you get married and give birth to children, they become also uncontrollable. Come on, like father, like children, like mother, like children. There's no two ways about it. So if you want to follow spiritual principles to keep yourself, you do it. You think this pastor is preaching so that he can reduce the rate at which people knock. <laughs> Shut up. It's not my responsibility. I just want to pull you out of life. That man didn't start that in that day. That man has done this with several people until he became his life. The man said to his own daughter, I've not done it with you in the kitchen before. I want to do it today. And he jammed the door. But thank God for information. That's why we come. I'm about to summarize for today. Thank God for information. Somebody said thank God for information. Because to be informed is to be armed. The girl remembered, my mom said, fight for your life. And she was turning something in the kitchen. You know, when a woman is angry, the nation is angry. When a woman is angry, all the angels around her vicinity will be angry. You know why they still mess you up? It's because you can't be angry. Why? Why are you too cheerful? Over cheerfulness is not your problem. You know, some men, when they look at your face and say that you are serious, they will tell you serious. Is there anything? Don't touch me that place. Anyone that touch my neck. That one, I can't hold it. I can't even handle it. He said, if you combine touching my neck and touching my tires, I will be friends. I will pass on. I'll pass out. Get ready to bury me. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't even try it. You are arming people. You are talking rubbish. I pity your mother. Because the father has armed him. And I'm trusting God that someone is going to leave this place armed. 
the girl was turning stuff. She said to me, she just was eyeing the big spoon. There was a knife in the kitchen. But she doesn't want to end the man. She just wanted to end the situation. You know, she has her choice. Amen? Doesn't she? She. she does. So then the man pulled down his pants as usual and was to pull her own. And she was, he was expecting the same girl who normally cries when he does that. And she grabbed the biggest stainless spoon. The biggest stainless spoon. You know that kind of heavy... Do you have it in your kitchen? Buy it! I'm telling you. I don't mean for your kitchen, for your life. Guys, buy it. Ladies, buy it. What do I say? What do I say? I wrote a book. Our love is not a monster. And how many of you have gotten through the book? It's for you. The price of that book is to reduce so that you can grab some sense. And I want to plead with you, if you come for this conference, even if you have it, buy for someone. I say, buy that spoon for your life. Buy that book also for your life. Because I told so many stories that can empower you. Amen. And she did well. So she grabbed the spoon. And the man thought she was still, she was still doing dishes. He didn't know there's a new dish that she would do. Amen. Learn to surprise your enemies. Don't be predictable in life. To be too predictable is a disease. Learn to surprise your enemies. Amen. And she just picked the spoon. And by the time she turned, the man was trying to grab her. And she used the spoon from his head. Everywhere. The man was like, what were you doing? And she made sure she kept distance. And was. By the time he has hit the man to stoop up, she opened the door. And she said to me, Daddy, that's the last time I saw myself in my house. Because I carried myself, carried my things. The ones I could get, fiam. And the man said, I will never pay your school fees. It's not about threat. If you can secure your future, forget about the threats. You may not like how life treats you now. You may not like what people say about you now. But you need to secure your future. When you get broken in life, you discover you cannot make any way in life. In conclusion, where are you? Where can I find you? I just did this to introduce the program. Second service, I start teaching therapy. Next service, I'll start teaching proper. I just introduced the program. I want to pray for someone so that we can close well today. Where can I find you? Where can I find you? Where they have battered you? Some people have done certain things in your life you can't forgive. Can I tell you one thing? If you have time to teach about unforgiveness and forgiveness, we'll do that. One of the reasons why the devil allowed them to mess you up is to give you a baggage that can stop you from flying in life. I don't know where life has packed you. I don't know who stole from you. I don't know who took your first energy. I don't know who took your first joy. I don't know. I don't know who stole from you. I don't know who put your heart on fire. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know who shattered your dreams. I wouldn't know who broke your memories. And today you see yourself in this twist. Just close your eyes for a while. Let me pray for you. I don't know. Where can I find you? Where can I see you? That dream is still a reality. He said, I'm going to marry as a virgin. I want to give my virginity to my man. And somebody came with a coercing hand. Somebody came with a very rough hand and collected it. And since they collected, it looked like life has gone out of you. You trusted a cousin, a cousin, a cousin, a cousin, a relation. You trusted a cousin. And the cousin coerced you out of you. Where can I find you? This program is a healing balm from Jehovah to return someone to a place of hope and aspiration. Some of you sitting here have vowed I cannot get married. I won't want to. I won't marry. I can't deal. I can't deal. Who are you? I want to speak to you. You have said I can't deal with this. I can't get married. Marriage is a scam. Love is a scam. Love is a scam. Relationship is a scam. I wouldn't want to be in this mess because of what you have seen in the past. The porter is in the house. He can make you into a beautiful edifice again. The porter is in the house. 
the porter is in the house. The voice of dead that molested you is still ringing in your head. You can hear all they said and how you pleaded and pleaded. But this man looked like he has no mercy at all in his bowels. And he did it. It's no longer about people that molested you. It's no longer about people that humiliated you. It's about your destiny. It's about you. Another set of people, you made these mistakes yourself. I have a good news for you in Psalms 34 verse 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirit are crushed. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. You know, it wasn't anybody. It was you, your desire. And you went beyond bars. You went beyond you to do what you don't like. Regrets upon regrets upon regrets upon regrets. Jehovah says, I am ready to amend every heart that has been crushed. God is here to amend the heart. Are you a man? Are you a woman? You have put people into so many dangers. Abortions upon abortions. You, you don't want to hear it. Somebody seated here every time you are hearing the cry of a baby and the devil is telling you you have entered. Deliverance has come to you today. He has come to you today. John 8 verse 11, Jesus said to the woman, neither do I condemn you. Go now and say no more. I want to talk to you this morning. Neither do I condemn you. It was in the past you raped someone. It was in the past you molested someone. It was in the past you abused a girl. You abused a man. You abused, you abused. It was in the past. Neither do I condemn you. Bible said, and this woman was caught in the very act. And men paroled her. Men paroled her. Men dragged her. Maybe on the floor. I don't know what has been dragging you. The, 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 the memories of the past. The guilt of the past. Voices of the past. Dragging you on the floor. And they are dragging you. But one thing is good today. They are taking you to Jesus. And Bible said they didn't take her to, to any other place. They took her to Jesus. They took her. Her molestations. No kind of several types of rapes. They took her to Jesus. Sex here and there. Every type of sex. And labor shakata display. They took her to Jesus. Every emotional brokenness. One thing happened. They took her to Jesus. And allowed her to be before Jesus. And they told Jesus everything. They said, Master, we caught this one in the very act. Are you the one I'm speaking to? Severally, you've been in the act. And but God is saying there's a hope for you today. You have mixed blood of animals, blood of things together. You wouldn't know because each person you have sex, every sex that's not Lego has scars. And God wants to take away the scars. Sexy, but with scars. Thank you, Jesus. I have a good news for you. Neither do I condemn you. Neither do Pastor P condemn you. Can we rise to our feet, everybody? Thank you for giving me this time for first service. Neither do I condemn you. Why can you help me quickly with there's no mountain you cannot cross coming after me. Neither do I condemn you. That's not, I cannot, I cannot condemn you. Thank you, Jesus. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. Coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up. Oh, there's no wall you won't kick down. Don't allow anything to separate you from the love of the Father this morning. Don't allow anything. Don't allow anything. Don't allow anything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, down. This prayer is a very quiet prayer for someone. Just take it and take you because of time. We will continue this therapy in second service. Second service, I want us to look at toxic love. I want us to look at the root of this toxic love and deal with it. 
I want to pray for someone. Is there anyone who had heard me today? You know you are living in guilt. 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 It is heavy on you. It's been heavy on you. So heavy. Your deliverance has come. It has been heavy. Guilt. Guilt. You can't take your eyes away from it. You can't take your mind away from it. It's guilt. 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 Gorgeous but guilty. Very gorgeous but very guilty. Gorgeous. People look at you, they say you look pretty. People look at you, they say you look fine. People look at you, they say you have the curves. They look at you, they say you have the handsomeness. They say, look at how handsome you are. But you are living in guilt. Everybody close your eyes. You know, if I'm talking to you, take your right hand upon your chest. I have exhausted my time so much. I've exhausted the time. Maybe I'll have this time to pray in second service. But let me just pray for one now. I will pray for people that are shattered, emotionally broken. Please, we have enough time in this service. Remember, we're on a journey. I will make sure that you are pulled out. But I just want to pray for one set of people because of time. Guilt. You cannot be condemned as you are leaving this place. I want to restore you back to a place where you were before. Take your right hand place upon your chest. Everyone, everyone, thank you, Jesus. We don't have all the time to call you out. We don't have the time. I, I wish I can have you here. I wish I can have you here. If you are led to do that, fine. If you are led to kneel down here, pray. Take it. I want to give you just, 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 just one minute, one minute to do that. If you want to kneel down, kneel, kneel whatever you are. But I, I want to say this to you today. I have a God that forgives. He said, come on to me, all you who are heavy laden. Come on to me. Come on to me. I don't know how you did it or what happened. I don't know how many children you have killed. I don't know how many people you molested. Talk to him. Talk to him from your heart. Ah. Take it down, take it down. Our time is fast spent. I don't know how to manage it. Let me stop. Listen to me, every one of you. I couldn't pray for you the way I planned in my heart. Be my guest in this program. We need to fight through. We need to fight through. We need to fight through. Therefore, Father, anyone who is praying this prayer from their heart, today they stand forgiving. Therefore, no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. I take you to Jesus. Like Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Please, I ask you, it doesn't stop here. I have principles to teach you that can help you to stand better within and all through your life on earth. Be my guest in this program. If you love what we have done this morning, please look out this week and pull people. Let them come and receive healing. Let's build a better generation. Let's build a better life. <laughs>